The Dad presents Episode 5, Mario Van Peebles. It all starts right now. Pretty is temporary. Dumb is forever. (laughs) (laughs) Hello and welcome to The Dad Presents episode number five. Kicking it live number five. We've gotten this far. Joined here today with our usual folks, Jay Maddie. What's going on, fellas? And of course, there's Dog. Hey, what's up, what's up? And our special guest, and and we'll get into him. I know you guys are waiting to talk to him because we've been promoing it. Mr. Mario Van Peebles joins us. Good to be here, man. MVP. <laughs> old legend, old legend. And, and he's joined by his producer, Justin. Hey, what's going on? Just did big, big things in this movie, movie Armed, which is a mind-warping thriller. If you've ever heard of it before, it's I'm telling you. But we're going to get into it. Um we're going to get into what we usually do is talk about dad stuff, parenting, and, you know, I'll, I'll toss it to Matt to see what's going on last week in terms of dad news is what we'll call it. Oh, man. Well, I got a lot of good questions okay. from, the, from the viewers, so sure. we'll pop into a couple of those. I had a good weekend, you know. I uh, went to see a good show up in Hollywood, put some uh, good white culture in you. Felt like you needed that. <laughs> had a good meal. And uh, thank you. My, and, my credit score <laughs> rose so much after that show. Yeah. After well, to go watch automatic. white people perform. That was, thank you. My credit score thanks you too. <laughs> yeah, I'm just ready to get into this parenthood stuff. What's going on with you guys? Man, nothing with me, man. Just, you know, dealing with my stepdaughter and trying to get her up out of high school. And that's it. You know, just chilling. Just a whole lot of chilling. Yeah. No, you know, went to the show with you Thursday, had a really good time, and uh, had some really good Italian food. I gotta ask, what did y'all see? Oh, yes, Mario, chiming in there. Uh, (laughs) What's the guy's name? Brian from... uh, Brian Fallon. Brian Fallon from The Horrible Crows. Saw him at the Troubadour. Also on Gaslight Anthem. (laughs) Sounds very Caucasian. (laughs) Extremely Caucasian. One man, guitar, singing sad songs about heartbreak. And And I mean, and if it wasn't depressing enough... The guy's going through a divorce right now, so that's part of the sort of yeah, on the like periphery. Fifteen-minute interludes between each song to kind of pour his heart and soul out. Sure, it's it, good stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's, it sounds like the, the acoustic version of the Beyonce concert. <laughs> <laughs> that that's a very kind description of it, but pretty kind. Yeah, pretty but kind. because there was some stuff they were airing out too. You know, yeah, like, okay, but they, they're working it out, man. Right, right. Amen. Yeah, to work it out. That's the, that's the main thing. Yeah, but no, we. I got some culture. He, he brought me in there. I listened to it. Uh, you know, it was a good show. Uh, Jay Maddie almost got in a fight with a guy who because he talked too much during the show. So that was a, a nice little extra to the part of the show. Well, yeah, break that down. Man. I didn't almost get in a fight. He what almost happened? got in a fight because of me. Yeah, well, yeah, that's always great. Yeah. No, essentially, the troubadour. I don't know if you've ever been there. You're shoulder to shoulder. I've been there. Right. Yeah. You're shoulder to shoulder. And you're listening, and you got a beer in your hand, more than likely. And yeah. you're coming with friends, usually. You're yeah. not there by yourself. I get chatty. I want to have a good yeah. time. And so Talk he's talking. You know, guys yeah. are telling jokes and laughing and being guys or whatever. And at some point, this guy behind us gets upset that we're talking during his show. He's, he flew all the way down from Sacramento to, to view this show. And he didn't like the fact that Jay Maddie was talking. 
And so that's where that went. And so we got into it a little bit, vote, you know, verbally. No, there were no fisticuffs. We got out of there unscathed. He knew, but he knew better. Yeah, he would have got dealt with. And we're not men of violence. No, we're not. We're, we're you, didn't, you didn't tell him you want to meet him at the park and then like that. <laughs> no. No. He's making fun of me because that's my expression whenever shit gets go. I'm like, hey, man, you want to meet at the park? <laughs> yeah, let's meet at the park. Because <laughs> there's a lot of space at the park. You know, you, you, you got your own rules there. So, Maddie, you want to jump into our questions? Yeah, I think so. So, you know, we've been getting more of these questions every week. We have uh, listeners submit questions that they have about parenting because, you know, we're obviously experts because our kids are turning out so good. Yeah. Um, we still have not had a single female submit a question. We got 17 questions this week, still all from men. Mm-hmm. And I just want to shout out to the ladies. I know these two guys are big, scary black men, but they're safe. <laughs> yes, you we can are. share your questions with them. And anything, they are safe because I've never seen him, either of these brothers wear a puffy jacket. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's how you know. <laughs> they don't break out the puffy jacket. You I, have, okay? I have not either. I didn't know that's how you know. Yeah, well, that's it, man. Yeah, I have man. not either. This is a learning experience. So, uh, okay, I got, I got the first, I got two questions. Pick okay. two of them. All, All right. right. This Let's one go. comes from Larry. Hey, Larry. Larry says, my seven-year-old came home crying because he didn't win the best pumpkin in the pumpkin designing contest at school. Mm-hmm. Oh. This upset his wife. And afterwards, she wrote a stern letter to the principal suggesting that they no longer give awards for things like this because it made her kid and other kids feel bad. Uh-huh. Larry was embarrassed by this letter. And, uh, you know, they already took away, he says, they already took away winning and losing in his kid's t-ball league. Mm-hmm. He says, would I be out of line to go to the school and tell the principal to disregard my wife's letter? So, uh, oh, so I thought that was an interesting question. Is, There's a lot of layers to it. a house divided over the pumpkin. The great, <laughs> yeah, great yeah, yeah, pumpkin yeah. caper at Larry's yeah. house. So I thought, uh, you know, MVP Mario's got five kids. Mm-hmm. So I yes. thought we could kick this question to him first and then bring it back around. Yeah, because when you have five kids, you're doing a lot of fucking... That's that's a lot. Well, not really. <laughs> <laughs> you could be. Past, hey. past tense. Okay, so I'll answer that. Let me, let me say you guys are live, so I'm doing a little. Oh, it's happening. It's going down, fellas. Um, okay, so here's the thing. In my family, we never uh, confuse people we love with people who are good at what they think they love. Okay. Don't confuse people you love with people who are good at what they think they love. Gotcha. Meaning, mm-hmm. my mother loves to act. Mm-hmm. I would never hire her. <laughs> the chick is terrible. She can't act. My dad can act within a certain bandwidth, so I put him in arm within. If he plays something close to Melvin Van Peebles, yeah, see, he's good. Yeah, yeah. You're right. See, mm-hmm. so 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 as long as your sense of self, your sense of love, is not tied up with, did I get to be best pumpkin? Did I get to be, you know, actor? Did I get to be, you know, whatever it is? Then you're cool. Mm-hmm. My sense of self is not tied into whether my movie makes a lot of money or a little bit of money. I, I know I'm doing what yeah. I want to do. Sure. And I know the people that count with me love me, and I love them. You're saying so, so it's not, I'm not, so if, if your kid is already thinking that the world doesn't love my pumpkin outfit, I understand there's something, but you're going to have to cross that bridge at some point. Right. And let them know that their sense of self does not hinge on others. In other words, don't outsource your well-being. Yeah. I've now given them the self-esteem. Par- I've, I've, I've outsourced my self-esteem to yeah. the jokers do decide whether I'm the pumpkin king. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why do I do that? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, I have one of my daughters who will go a name. She's, you know, got she'll two, oh, she'll daughter, be embarrassed. Yeah, well, yeah. She has a voice <laughs> like Whitney Houston. She well, can mm-hmm. sing so beautifully. Mm-hmm. 
in her head. <laughs> <laughs> I know in her head, old girl's killing the game. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but to the rest of us, no, it's not doing that. She's not like a dying cat. <laughs> so, as her dad who loves her, I had to let her know early on, listen, you are smart, and mm-hmm. you got this going on. And pretty is temporary. Dumb is forever. <laughs> so, so, so the sooner wow. you get your kid grounded into the real stuff, whether others think they're important to the pumpkin king and all that, and I get that we're pack animals, so you're never going to totally be able to not care with what, what other people think, because we're pack animals. We don't survive alone. We survive in a pack. So we're always going to care about what the pack thinks of us. That's just how sure. we're wired. Mm-hmm. I get that. Yeah, but once you understand that, you go, "Oh, I, I really do care that these guys like me, so they invite me over and think I've got stuff to say about parenting." It's nice that y'all like me, and it's nice that I like you, right? Because yeah. we're all part. Of, we feel good. I had a beer with you. We're chilling, yeah. drinking our beer, sitting here sweating in this little box. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> this is this is you know, it's a bromance. Yeah. It's, it's comfortable. Yeah. So th- it's good that we you know we have that you know, um, but. But you don't want to outsource too much of your well-being. And that's a Definitely conversation not. you're going to have to have with your kids. Definitely not. So I would say, mm-hmm. let them do their contest. You know, we, sure. Real life is going to come bite them on the booty at some point. Right? <laughs> mm-hmm. So let them, let them have a sense of it and let them do their contest. And if you think differently than your lady, that's a good conversation to have. And it's good to see if y'all can disagree without being disagreeable. And let the kids see that. Because they're going to have that. If they don't know how to deal with conflict that's another thing they won't have it so if you say oh can i disagree with my lady blah 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 yeah you do it but do it together and mm-hmm. sit down and maybe have that team. preliminary yeah. conversation with mom and dad first about your points and then let them see it too i like i like seeing how it works i like being in the room where it happens mm-hmm. yeah a little hamilton there but you, you know what? That's a lot of game. You know what? Let's just that was good. You know what? That was some game up. You know what? This is already well, been at it a long makes time. Makes me yeah. want to go have kids. Let, let's just <laughs> not with me. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> don't, don't be eyeballing. He, he looked like the dude that was in my prison book. <laughs> That's a little too much on the nose. Yeah, yeah. He's looking at me like, make me want to have kids. Now, too. Yeah. Got that no. sugar vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got that sugar vibe. I was waiting for it. That sugar vibe. No, no. We should just end the show right now. It's not gonna get any, it's not gonna get any better than that, folks. That's, that's as yeah, good as we can do. Well, okay, but how about this? He wants okay. to know: Is it okay for him mm-hmm. to go to the principal and retract his wife's letter? I agree with everything Mario said. I That's great that, advice. That, that might be hard to do. Yeah. Because see, now, you're now, taking, you're, now you're taking family dynamics into the academic world. Right. And mm-hmm. you're putting your laundry out there in a different and way. And now your wife's going to be mad at your ass. But here's what I would say. I would say, wifey, listen. Mm-hmm. If we're going to make decisions, let's make them together. So I don't have to go to page. retract it. If, if Justin and I are doing a movie together, mm-hmm. right, then we're, we're, doing, we're doing this movie together. And if, we, if I come to a decision, I try to let him know first so we can be on the same page otherwise we may hire an actor we didn't want or we may right. get a location pay for a location we didn't mm-hmm. need so i would say wifey needs to slow up a little bit he needs to speed up a little bit and they need to be on the same page before they commit yeah you gotta you gotta talk to your wife before you just go off behind her back but she gotta talk, and she but, gotta talk to her man too yeah yeah so it oh, goes yeah. both ways oh yeah yeah, yeah. no so the, i would i would say communication so at this point the the horse has already left the barn mm-hmm. he kind of got to just Stay with it. You gotta take that know, one. Listen, listen. Talk about, talk about it for next time. But with love. Take her out to dinner, you know, get a little drink, sit there with love. Right. Mm-hmm. What was that saying you told me? <laughs> with love. There was a saying you told me that was great during the movie where you said, don't let the kids see you argue on the way to Disneyland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really important thing because sure. in films and stuff, you 
in front of the crew, you don't want to see any discourse. Mm-hmm. They see discourse, discourse, they get discourse. Yeah. discourse. That's what we yeah. talk discourse. about all the time. Yeah. United yeah. front. Yeah, there's got to be a team. You guys yeah. can fight behind the scenes and yeah. call each other whatever, but in front of the public, I, yeah, that's we do talk yeah. about that yeah. a lot. No, that's that saying really stuck with me, like, and it helped because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. like you get in some of these sets and the parents, the produce, they don't mind arguing in front of the kids and in front of everybody. That and takes then it, away from your leadership. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and, and that gets us to the climate we're in now. In other words, you know, you want to create a climate in the family of kindness. Mm-hmm. You know, where people can have, do their best. Well, we got a whole right? lot to talk and, about there and because <laughs> of, even in, in to some degree, like when I'm a, when I'm directing on a set, I create a climate with Justin as the producer mm-hmm. about what kind of behavior is okay, mm-hmm. how you can treat people. And we try to have a set that's diverse, you know, all races, all preferences, all gen- we got green people on the set that <laughs> green people, you know, purple. But but uh, but that that's important because they take that signal. And sure. We know that you know. Let's look at what's happening now in our sort of political climate. You know, hate speech eventually leads to hate action. Yes. You know, and uh, and so I think that 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 first family, the nuclear family. Is going to teach your child a lot about what's okay and how to treat people. And if mom and dad can laugh and make mistakes and work it out a little bit behind the scenes, mm-hmm. and then maybe you know show the kids how to do it, that's a good thing because a lot of people become conflict averse and they don't know how to overcome conflict. That's important. That's mm-hmm. super important. Yeah. Learn how to to get through conflict and hard times. That's one of the most important things because no. you're guaranteed to have hard times of conflict in your life. Right. And a lot of kids today have no skills in that department. So mm-hmm. that's important. Well, we, we, you know, there's something Reverend uh, Beckwith said that I thought was dope. He said, you know, when you're born in this life, a certain amount of pain is inevitable. Mm-hmm. But suffering is entirely optional. Hmm. Yeah. State no, that's, of mind. that's, that's that preach. Yeah, state yeah, of mind. Mm-hmm. Preach. But suffering is optional. Yeah. This is getting deep. Yeah. Oh, what? We got deep <laughs> over here. Yeah, we got an OG in the house. <laughs> in the I'm going to go into the next one. <laughs> next uh, question. Yeah. This, this <laughs> next one gets a little more. You, you got something? Well, no, I was just saying on the, you know, sort of What the, am I doing with a sweater on in here? Hold yeah, my dude, yeah, yeah, I told you you make yourself comfortable, yeah, man. I mean, you're acting like you, you, right. you live north of Wilshire. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right, yeah, come on. Right. Make yourself at home. Okay, brother. Cool. And Next Justin, thing, take up my please. Shoes. Look at his the shoes. Sweat, <laughs> if the sweatshirt. Oh, Look at his shoes. I'm about to take my shoes off, too. Yeah, relax, man. I got clean socks on. If the room smells like Fritos after this, it's all good. It's just your feet. We're all... When I start to smell broccoli, then relax. Broccoli and, and old eggs out of it. That's when I move on. Color me gone. What I was going to say is, you know, that whole, we've talked about that whole thing where nobody's a winner anymore at our kids' school. There's everyone. It's not good. Yeah, it's a participation trophy you get and all good. that other stuff. You got to learn how to lose. And Dude, I agree. Man. You got to learn how to lose. You got to learn how to win. However, there's a balance because this is the time they're growing up in and they got to kind of deal with that. But as parents, I think you have to. You know, when this, an, an episode or an issue like this occurs, you say, you know, you pull your kid aside and you talk to him about what is is the reality of the situation. Okay, yeah, you got a participation trophy for winning nice. or, or for, for participating, but you didn't really win. Okay, you didn't win anything today. There's nothing. You, you need to relay that message to your kids, not to tear them down, but to also give them some sense of reality. Because when they get out in the world, the real world. 
it's not going to be a participation trophy for anybody. There's, there's, no, it's, I'm it's, still it's, looking uh, for my participation <laughs> trophy. Exactly. Don't I get a trophy? Well, don't yeah, I get a how are you going to just showing up? Yeah, yeah, how are you going to get the next Michael Jordans, LeBron James? Exactly. Tom Brady. Yeah, Michael where, Jordan got kicked off his uh, high school. Uh, yeah, if he got a participation, team, right? Right. we don't know if there'd be a Michael. He might have been satisfied. So, so and that's, that's the fear. I had, that's the fear. I had I had to tell y'all a little, a little quick. No, no, go ahead. So I had my kids in these private schools, and it was cool. And they learned it and all that. You get a little participation for just, you blow two notes on a horn and they give you an award <laughs> you make yeah. some half-ass science thing and they give you oh that's really marvelous i mm. love your attempt at design you know i said oh no I'm we gotta we gotta put them in school with yeah. folks i'm guessing yeah. these teachers were white then? oh yeah okay, okay. okay. by the voice so, I had so, so uh, racial already. yeah yeah it is it is <laughs> but and and so i, I didn't i want to make sure that my, my my sons especially my sons still had the head nod you still they, you know yeah. it's like it's like they still you know were cool mm-hmm. so i took them out of uh private school and put them in school right on Crenshaw and Slauson. Wow. And okay. Toughen them up a little bit. <laughs> okay. So the first day, my one son, he goes, yeah, I said, what you going to do, man? They were 14 years old. Yeah. My one son, he says, man, he had his little bass guitar. You know, he plays two notes on that thing at the other school and they give you a clap and a standing ovation. <laughs> yeah. He said, well, I'm going to join the band. Yeah. I said to my other son, I said, Michaela, what you going to do, man? Said I'm gonna join the basketball team. I said okay. <laughs> <laughs> so they roll in. We roll into the hood, and they're looking, you know. And it's, it was a good school. It was, it was a magnet school over there. Yeah, uh, man. So they had a lineup for the to do layups. Right, 14 years old, and my son got in the back of the line, Michaelo. And he, when I picked them up, they both had their heads hanging down. So I said, well, how, did, how did it go? Because, you know, they're used to that trophy for showing up type ish. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, so Michaela said, well, I got in the line, back in the line. That was a mistake. I said, why? He said, these dudes were slam dunking at 14. He said, daddy, their, their legs started at my chest. <laughs> yeah, You know, and, it, and if someone missed, the whole team had to go again. So by the end of the day, they hated his ass. Oh, God. So then I talked to my other son, how to go with the band. He said, man, I went in. He said, you know that old um, Ohio Players album you was playing? He said, they were playing it when I went in, but they weren't playing it. The band was playing it. <laughs> and then they, they had me try to get up on the set, and it didn't work out so well. So no. did, but did they learn? Did they get their shit Brother, together? Brother, they, they got their shit together. Yeah. They got their phone stolen. All the appropriate <laughs> stuff that you need to get the wake-up call when suddenly real life slaps you in the back of your head. They, they got initiated. And, and, and my daughter said, Dad, after the first year, she says, man, you, uh, the, my brothers channeled their inner ghetto real quick. <laughs> so it, re- it was really helpful because you don't want to be scared of anybody. There's that old thing that, um, that someone once said to me about leadership. Mm-hmm. You can't truly lead people if you don't love them. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. whether the Black Panthers agreed with Dr. King or not, and they didn't because it was turn the other cheek stuff. They knew he loved them and would live and die for them. Yeah. Na- Indians, Gandhi, Indians, Hindus, and Muslims knew that Gandhi would live and die for them. If you can't really see the beauty in people, they mm-hmm. can't. You can't love them. So I want to make sure my kids. Uh, one summer, I sent them to military camp so they go to school with them red state kids. <laughs> yeah, and then they went to yoga camp. And mm-hmm. did the Vedas and went vegan sure. with them blue state kids. Mm-hmm. But, but you'd either be schizophrenic or well-rounded because that way, mm-hmm. a lot of times we travel, but we don't travel outside our socioeconomic. Group. Most people. That's yeah. the biggest change. You, so, mm-hmm. so going to school in the hood for a minute is a good thing. Going to school mm-hmm. in Beverly Hills for a minute is a good thing. You, you come out being multilingual. Yeah. And getting what people different and then seeing the beauty in different folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you can reach them, teach them, maybe lead them. Mm-hmm. 
Make no, sense? You no, know, it it does, and it, it gets back to in when the kid, you know, the uh, Selma movie came out last uh, was a couple of years ago. The thing that got me about King, and you talk about the folks that would follow him, and you nailed it, is that they don't follow unless there's a mutual respect. They feel that love. They feel they can tell, man. Yeah, and if it's not is, genuine. Yeah, no. And he gave that respect back because the thing that messed my head up is that I think he died at 33. And throughout the movie, he said he was comfortable with that. Right. Now, anybody going back to 33, if someone said, hey, do you have something you believe in, number one? And number two, would you die for it? Right. We'd all have to readjust. Not too many people are. Yeah. But no, that, that's it. You got to get in order to get something done. There has to be respect. And I think that has to be respect between parents but, and kids but you know, and, respect, and everything. Respect can also come from fear. Yeah, yeah. That's no, how that's, a lot of people lead <laughs> that's by making too. others afraid. No, that's true you know, too. Look at Genghis Khan. Look at, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He led by making people afraid. Should we go to the next question? So the next question All right. too. All right, so this one's a little more complicated, so listen up. Okay. Right. And All this right. is We're just going to do two of them. Okay. All right. So this comes from Jerome. Hey, Jerome. He Are says, there any white people named Jerome? No, I don't think so. I think this is oh, that's my middle be, name. That was my middle name. Oh, dude, serious. Bonus. Yeah. <laughs> you know he lied. <laughs> I'm never serious. So, wait, <laughs> is Justin Jerome? No, no. He, he I'm just played. Kidding. He just played. <laughs> <laughs> you bumped my head. I was ready. I was ready. Yeah. I'm sure there is, though. Wait, is Jerry Seinfeld Jerome? Is that really is that his real name? It, I think five. it is Jerome. Actually, gonna, yeah. So let's so Google that. Google it. Okay, go ahead. Right, we go. Hey, we, if we can have a Goldberg, a Whoopi Goldberg, why can't they have a Jerome? Jerome. Yeah, how'd that happen? <laughs> right? How'd that happen? We, we don't know. Did she make? I don't know. Maybe no, no, she did. She did it. She did it because she wanted to. She, she thought it was funny. <laughs> oh, she changed I think, her name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. But think about it. You have a Lenny Kravitz. That's true. And that's legit. Adam Sandler taught me that. That's legit. That's a legit name. Yeah. All right. All right, so uh, Jerome says there's a kid. Now, this was this one complex and relevant to what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. It's a kid in my son's fourth grade class who was a girl in third grade. Now oh, she's a he. Okay. How do I address this with my child? Wow. I, I picked this one because I dealt with this with my kid last year in kindergarten. Uh-huh. So anyone <laughs> who's brave enough okay. to take that wow. one. Wow. Is it happening that early, really? It happened to my kid in kindergarten. I told really? you that. Yeah. I guess that would make sense, yeah. right? Jesus. I I think you you got to have that conversation, right? But I mean, he he says, "How how do I address this with my You kid? have to tell him the truth at that moment. Have him watch the Kardashians with Caitlyn Jenner and, and figure it out from there. You, yeah. you want to have your third grader watching the Kardashians? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, that's my only point of reference right now. No, no you got to you got to tell him the truth right there. You have to have that is and I mean, you're not going to talk to him like an adult, but you're going to have to Sort of, uh, I don't know, uh, get it down to his level, that right. kid's level, and but you can't lie about it because That's that hard will. To do. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, you know my philosophy about all these things. Sure, tell, tell them the everything. truth. Tell the truth. Kids can handle it. Agreed. They're smart. They got to tell them. It. But uh, we we ran into this in kindergarten last year, mm-hmm. where it was a it was a boy became a girl in uh-huh. kindergarten. You're what five five years yeah, old. Yeah, that would be a big deal. And I don't think that's a great thing. To, you know, you know, my my son. At five, mm-hmm. you know my son. Yes, basically an idiot. You know, you're you're, you're like oh my son, my son at nineteen. Yeah, he right. can't find his ass with both hands. If I said, "Where's your ass?" Yeah. Oh, don't tell me. It's a trick question. Yeah, <laughs> he'd still be looking for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Academically, as an artist, he's off the chain. Yeah, yeah. he's a, he's a, well, I mean, I mean, he's off the chain. Your brain doesn't fully <laughs> no, form until about twenty five. Too, I'm still waiting for, for mine to finish up <laughs> at nineteen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So. so, so when we went, when we went through that. You know, like if I let, 
I, th- I think kids should be a little older before you're doing that. Like they should have a clear idea. Well, here's the here's the thing, because I, I, I was saying the same thing, but I was talking to someone who knew a someone who knew a someone. Mm-hmm. And they said, if you make that change earlier, then the then they grow with it and it's That's much true. it's much less stressful. That's and true. they yeah. they grow up with it much earlier and they're healthier. That's the true. The later but... you make that transition. But how the heck would you make that decision? Right. How does a five year old even fr- understand gender? I understand, and, man. And you're gonna pump them full of hormones. You know, yeah. like if my my son puts on my wife's dress. You told doesn't me. mean he wants to be. Totally. My my dad lost his mind. My mom told me this. I don't remember the story, but that you know, I have a younger sister. She's sixteen months older than me. And my mother, being the frugal chick that she is, wanted to see if sixteen months from now she'd still fit this dress. <laughs> I was like four or something, so she put the dress on me. See, when my dad walks in and sees me standing there in the mirror just trying on the dress, he goes, you better get that dress off my boy. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> you know, so, so he said, look, if you, go, you went that way, that's cool. I just didn't want to be, you know, well, I like the way the fabric feels. Sure. Oh, yeah. That's good. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so. Because at that age, I think you're so open to so many right. things. Yeah. yeah. It's not a big deal then. You know, but... Uh, but I, but to make a, a life decision like that, yeah, because there's no going back from that. Ooh, you know what I mean? No, once you start pumping them full of hormone yeah. blockers and whatnot, at least wait till they're like about to hit puberty. You know, you I get you the same think, results at that yeah. point. I, I, have- I, life hasn't challenged me with that yet, but I, I have to say, I'm cool with saying I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brother, this is a question I don't know the answer. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's I mean, how they have the conversation with with another child about it that I could do. Yeah, Where, when to make the decision. Right. With your child at, at five to to make a change like that, yeah, that's pretty big, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Off the top of my head, I'd have to say, it, without knowing anything, <laughs> okay, totally ignorant of the situation. Yeah, so we're all yeah, just we're, totally we're, ignorant. We're, we're, we're the blind leading the it's blind. Not, it sounds like it's too early, yeah. but what the hell do I know about? Because you know, you're talking about people that you know for years later said, "I felt like I was trapped in somebody's body since I was five, and you know, and then you don't want to deal with that either. So. The thing is, in in what's uh, Jerome's case, and we did find out that it, it, Jerry Seinfeld is actually Jerome, by the Jerome way. Jerome Allen Seinfeld. There you go. Is that oh, right? Jerome Allen Seinfeld. Is there a Jamal? Is there a white Jamal too? Dude. Okay. <laughs> one one at a time. Okay. If there's a white Jerome, we have limited. Could there be a white Jamal? We have limited resources here. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> As Justin types on Google real quick. No, but I think in Jerome's case, you have to have the conversation with your five-year-old as and whittle it down to a five-year-old as much as you can and that's really the best yeah. i can say his kids in third grade my, you know I, I, was, I, I, oh third grade but, sorry third I, grade I, honestly I, you gotta I be honest of, with your kids i kind of bet know. though honestly mm-hmm. that if you hit them with if you're just kind of honest with them at that age just like you're honest with there's so much crazy stuff where do kids come from how do how does a baby get out yeah, of the, the, the woman's tummy yeah I mean, my, my daughter asked me that so how does a woman Baby, get out of her tummy. What'd you tell her? I said, through the vagina. And she said, Daddy, come on. A vagina is no bigger than a dot. (laughs) Oh, wait. So it's so much crazy stuff going on. I think they could could get that without too much trouble. So I think that's more our hang-up. Really, honestly, I think a kid would go, oh, okay. I see. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, if they want to know more, they will. Because sometimes we think we got to tell them way more than we do. mm -hmm. And they really don't even want to know all that. Well, yep. some kids are. My kid wants to know everything. Yes, <laughs> yes. Every question kid. there is, I, I answer them because right. I feel like 
what's the point of lying to him? Right. You know, he's a smart kid. Let him figure it out. Right. Give, There's also the, the internet, iPads. My yeah, nieces they, are right. on iPads. You can't shelter him because they got sure. the yeah. internet. Yeah. They got the iPad. And if you don't tell them where babies come from, then his stupid friend Stevie he's at school going to tell him. And then he's going to grow up like me and be confused and think that you, you get pregnant by putting it in a girl's butt. Because that's what I thought till seventh grade because nobody set me straight. Wow. Right. Right. You know Wait, I mean? right. that's not how it happens? Uh-huh. No. That's why I got these kids. Damn. I thought, damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh but, wow! But uh, yeah, educational. <laughs> yeah. And another update: there is a white Jamal. He's a teacher He's in a, Des Moines. Iowa. How do you look? You look this what, up? One in Jamal, the whole country. Jamal Allen is his you name. Go, yeah, you yeah, Google white funny, white guy Jamal, and you got a teacher in Idaho and in, in, in Iowa, Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jamal it's Allen. An, NPR um, put it out. It's an NPR thing. So it's it's six actually words. made. It actually made. My news. name is Jamal. I'm white. <laughs> yeah, it made news. NPR. It's breaking NPR news. That's funny, man. About Jamal. Um, all right, so we gotten through two. Got Everybody's that. got everything. Yeah, let's let's yeah let's talk about let's talk about armed man. Yeah, um, armed. yeah. we saw armed. Like I told you before, we sat down. I'm glad it's on demand because I had to keep rewinding it right. to to know what a bit of a mind fuck, yeah. what the hell was going on exactly. Right. And essentially, you cover all bases, man. You're you're talking about guns and you're talking about mental, uh, illness. mental illness and uh, you're talking about law enforcement. I don't think there's some anything you don't touch in this movie. You got PTSD, everything, yep. pharmaceutical companies. Sure, <laughs> throw that in there too. Um, first of all, you know you're one of the people that is a, a hero to many in f- filmmaking because you you make the films you want to make and right. you've been doing it forever. Right. And when this idea comes, how do you come up with this and say I got to make this movie? Okay, so um, Armed came from real headlines mm-hmm. and and. The strangest stuff in the movie is real. Like, there was a case where a guy went in to save a woman he thought was being tortured from his neighbor. Mm-hmm. Broke into his place. The neighbor was blasting torture porn, wearing a kimono, and cutting up blow-up dolls with a sword. That's wow. real. No. So that, <laughs> wow, okay. Right. Yeah, there was a, the, the brother mm-hmm. that woke, broke in. Do you remember the, the big shootout in Big Bear with um, yeah. Chris yeah. Donner? I thought you might have been Chris referencing Donner. that. That, yeah. was, that was that. Remember the guy in Cleveland? Yeah, yeah. The brother who discovered the, the, the girls, girls in the basement? Right. Yeah. And they made the whole video of mm-hmm. him? Yeah. That's that. Mm. Remember the cat with, the, with there's another dude who uh, shot up the Navy shipyard? And his there was another guy who started wearing a tinfoil cat to protect. No, I don't yes. remember that one. Okay, that's yeah, yeah. That. So it was that's all where the all the cap came from. It's yeah. all based on real stuff. Mm-hmm. So I took those narratives and I wove them together. Mm-hmm. And what I wanted to do was make a thriller. You know, part of what I like to do is entertain and then give you something to think about. Mm-hmm. So they say the NRA is fond of saying nothing stops a bad guy with a gun like a good guy with a gun. And over my career, I've played a lot of good guys with guns. Sure, but this good guy is on the no fly list. <laughs> And he's a little dangerous. Because he's crazy. <laughs> he's crazy. <laughs> he's crazy. Yeah. Mother cray cray. Uh, and, and so I wanted to make a film that I could bring out around the midterms that would make us think about what we've got going on in America. Sure. We have more guns than people, mm-hmm. more gun more violence than, than any other yeah. developed country you know, in the world. Mm-hmm. And thoughts and prayers are not stopping these bullets, whether it's in a synagogue, whether it's in a movie theater, whether it's in the schools. The NRA would have us buy more weapons. I, and I'm a gun owner. I still yeah. own my weapons from my so all of us, my, pos- right? my pistols yeah. from Posse. But mm-hmm. I'm not on the no-fly list, <laughs> and I don't have weapons of more war. You yeah. know, I got some old-ass six-shooters. Yeah. You know what I mean? I have one upstairs. Yeah, there you go. And I'm a very nice. I'm a very civil cat. You see how I, I took yeah. my shoes off? I'm yeah. respecting your little white rug. Yeah. I'm cool. So so I I wanted to make a film that would entertain. And I, I love mind-bent, mind-fuck movies, basically. That, that let me, just, was let me just be clear. No, that was it. I love my... And what I wanted was a movie that... The, 
that you knew all the elements, but in Acts 1 and 2, you'd be like, what is this? What's going on? Yeah. But to, by the time the big reveal happens, it all becomes clear. Mm-hmm. And nothing was better than we just won the Newark Film Festival Audience Good Award. Good job. Good audience. job. And we just went, uh, which was all, you know, m- mainly black folks. And then we went to the Portland Film Festival, which was mainly white folks, and we won the Director's Choice Award. So, yeah. so, so in both... Both places. Now the difference is, which is fun. Well, it didn't feel it, like a like a black film. It's so not. Like a, it's not. Yeah. It's not. It's, it's a people film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the way black folks treat art is interactively, mm-hmm. and white folks is yeah. more reverentially. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So white yeah. folks are more about, like we're talking it, about black people being loud at movie theaters. Yeah, that's what I'm talking <laughs> about. Definitely. That's what I'm just break it down. <laughs> Man, the barbershop scene with the haircut. Yes. In Newark, that was mm-hmm. 400 people, I'm 600 sure. people. They went crazy. That was a fun scene. Yeah. That was a fun scene. I mean, so it was just so fun to see. And then, like a little later on, you could hear a pin drop. Just the the changes in the temperature. Mm-hmm. And then when the the reveal happens, and you know what's going on. And then we found people saying they wanted to see the movie again. Yeah, because yeah. it, it sort of works as two narratives. One is the movie you see the first time you mm-hmm. experience, and the second one is when you understand his own personal zeitgeist. But at the end, as you know, in the end credits, you see all the all the real cats it's based on, and you realize that. We've made it easier under this administration for people with mental illnesses to own weapons of war. Yeah. So we're going in the reverse direction. Can I ask a question? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. So um, a lot of our audience is from, like, the heartland. Yeah. we got a good portion of our audience yeah. there. Gun good. owners. Yeah. As am more I. More conservative yeah. folk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What what would you actually like to see change? Like what what would please you? What do you think would help? Well, f- first of all, what I try to do as a, as a filmmaker is not say – the, what I have a cap that says make America think again. Mm-hmm. I don't want to tell America what to think. All I know is that we're smart and we can figure, figure this out. out. And and I don't I don't think and as a gun owner myself, I think there are solutions that we can come up with that are and, and, and most folks that are gun owners want some of these solutions. We're in a place where for whatever reason, uh people feel beholden to the NRA, which has gotten a little extreme and we can't make any changes. But I think most people value their right to have to Second Amendment, but they also value the safety of their kids. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? There's 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 at least half a dozen things that can be done or, that are just common sense, low hanging fruit. Yeah, now, yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And yeah. and 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 we also know there's a toxic mix, and the toxic mix mix is easy access to medication. Yeah, and easy access to weapons of war. Yeah, what mm-hmm. I loved, dude. That's not a good mix, no, man. No, not at all. No. <laughs> you know, yeah. no. I, lo- I loved how you hit on the the pharmaceuticals and the mm-hmm. kind of PTSD because those are the kind of people we want to check out a little bit before we get a gun. There's yeah. a lot of people on, you know, most almost all these shootings that happen, they're on antidepressants totally. or coming off of them. Yeah, so absolutely. maybe let's flag that. Let's let's flag it. We're yeah. we got, we're not working together, and part of it is we're not even allowed to do gun research. You know, to mm-hmm. really figure this out. But these bullets are getting everyone, Republican, Democrat, straight, gray, yeah, black, no. all of us. Yeah. We're getting shot. And yeah. we're uh, and, and the, the studio asked me about the target audience. And I said, we're all targets of this audience. <laughs> <laughs> They're all potential. Yeah. And yeah. we just got a great review yeah. from the military. Wow. Because they have, they said. Military.com. Yeah. And the, the military was saying. Oh, no we shit. don't. Yeah. Yeah. We said. Yeah. They, they yeah. said because. No, they said we have a lot of folks that deal with PTSD. Mm-hmm. And we rarely see. Uh, someone played with honor that you like that's affable that's fighting demons on the inside and the outside especially of color yeah we don't talk about it and so that was cool that they were saying yeah we like that that's very cool you know so that was nice that they saw it but uh, but with armed it's not a documentary as you know it's a thriller just in the Mm -hmm. the sort of taxi driver fight club 
vein. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but well, it's like based B, in real like stuff. Like B said, you really do need to see it twice because I don't want to compare it to like a, a Pulp Fiction, which is my favorite. But it's yeah. like kind of movie where it's it's out of sequence some. Yes. And the story mm. doesn't come together until about an hour into it. Yeah. So then you want to go back and figure out. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I was which doing. It's good for business if yeah. people are seeing it twice. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. And speaking but, of business. Oh, go ahead. About about mm-hmm. guns, something you said. You mm-hmm. said there's more guns in America than people. Yeah. And that's true. So there's no, even if you want to get scary. rid of the Second Amendment or anything, <clears throat> it's not possible. You yeah. can't get rid of all the guns. Mm-hmm. So you just, we just got to make some like, you own a gun, he owns a gun, he owns a gun, I own a gun, you own a gun. I own no. three guns. Okay. Well, well, here, here, never. Here, here, here's, yeah. I will never. Here's the, here's the thing. <laughs> Actually, you can do a lot. Like Australia yeah. had a big mass shooting. And then they did a big gun buyback pl- program, right. and they changed it. They that haven't worked. had a mass shooting since. People still crazy. People might drive over you in a car, or try to knife you, mm-hmm. but they won't have a, a you know AR fifteen. Sure. Now, here's but the thing: there's only like but, ten but, million people in Australia. Yeah, but here's That's the thing: difference. there's also new weapons like smart weapons, just like the way you can open your tablet or door lock with your fingerprint. There are now smart guns that only work with your hand. So That'd you talk smart. about being a good dad. Yeah, being a good dad. When my boys, my I think my boys are smart, but at twenty they thought we want to get guns. I said no, hell no! Right. <laughs> You're not getting no. handguns running. Yeah. I'm not gonna have two black boys running around living good in the hood. No, playing with guns. Right, it's not gonna happen. So I, I would prefer to have a weapon that only worked with my hand on it. That it, that because mm-hmm. toddlers kill more in the states than terrorists do. Mm-hmm. Toddlers get a hold of dad's weapon or whatever. Or people get depressed. Well, accidents are the most accidents. Common. Accidents. Yeah. People get depressed, and you know we, and, or it, and the and and bad things happen. But yeah. you, at least, you want to have make sure that you get a smart gun. And I don't know if they're they're going to be available yet because there been there's been some friction with that. But I'd rather have a smart weapon that only works in my hand. So yeah. someone coming in the house can't take that weapon and use it against me. There you go. My kid going around playing around or someone else's kid can't find that weapon and use it accidentally. Yeah. It doesn't work. Just like they can't open my phone without a, a thumbprint. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty simple technology. It's pretty technology. simple technology, dude. That's my gun so safe why is. not? I have that yeah. on my gun yeah, safe. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. No, that makes sense. But there's, that yeah. still leaves about 400 million guns that are already out there. That's Correct. the issue, right? Correct. Well, then yeah. do a big buyback program, figure it out, and get them, get, them, get all the guns. Yeah. But make sure that people, people want money these so days. So it's guys like you yeah. that have that are cool with it. Put a thumbprint on it. You go through the check. You look just like when I go to TSA. I want to get on the plane. I fly a lot. I get my stuff checked out, and I'm on the plane easily, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. but but if you're on the no fly list, and you're getting lots of medication. Probably shouldn't have a gun. Probably shouldn't have yeah. a gun. No. I mean, I was in a, <laughs> I, I was in a difficult situation. I was in mm-hmm. Atlanta, mm-hmm. sitting outdoor at an outdoor restaurant with my daughter. Homeless dude comes along. Mm-hmm. But there's something odd about this cat, sort of yoked homeless cat. And he's sort of screaming and pissed off. He comes over and I said, oh, Lord, he's going to sit down. He, we're at an outdoor cafe. Uh, he sat down and then he started hitting me for money. So mm-hmm. I gave him a dollar. Mm-hmm. He got up and walked away. Then he started cursing and coming back around. Now, I'm thinking, okay, at a certain point, do I, what do I do? Because mm-hmm. if the guy's armed and I'm not, mm-hmm. he's a crazy dude who could get a weapon. I got a clock. I got to be extra hard on him. I don't want to hurt him, mm-hmm. but I would have to whack him with that chair. I don't know what he knows. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you, you got to think about that. You know, how, how deep would you go on someone like that if they made a move on your kid? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, and as dads, yeah. you know, we, yeah. it's, it's on us. There's no other person. It's, sure. We're the daddy bear, right? Exactly. But you got to think, man, hey, I may have to. 
You know, tell my baby girl, let's go inside now. Let's just, I don't want to deal with this. Mm-hmm. You know, that's but, what, that's what scares and I don't want me hurt about carrying the yeah. gun because you might act in that situation and, when you don't need to. And you yeah. don't know, you don't know what he's got. Yeah. Yeah. No. You and know, it, you know, especially if he's <clears throat> acting that bold. He was acting bold, yeah, crazy yeah. sweating. I mean, a little like my character in the movie. He was seeing stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like my bugs character in Arm. He was yeah. seeing bugs. Yeah. You know, my character in Arm. Mm-hmm. He was like that dude. And he was a nice cat, but he was just. A little too He tense. was on a mission about something, and I don't know how I fit into the to his zeitgeist. Yeah, that's you know that's scary, man. It's like Roland Martin at the end of our episode. He says with it, when my my character says, you know, they asked me on I, things go well at the end of the movie. Let's yeah. just say okay, so yeah. things go, could go wrong, like the T-shirt says, mm-hmm. what could go wrong? Mm-hmm. But they wind up going okay. So at the end, I'm being interviewed, and Chief's being interviewed, and he says, "Well, you saved that girl. You know, how did you, you know, how did you? Why did you do that?" And he said, "Well, I just, you know." thought I'd do unto others as I'd have them do unto me. It just felt good killing those bad guys. <laughs> and Roland Martin, who plays the barber, goes, how that crazy fool going to know who's the bad guy? Do you know what I mean? What, yeah. what if someone's definition of a bad guy is way off track? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, what, you know, yeah. you're going to leave it to them to determine, you know, that's, that's a little, you know, mm-hmm. that's dangerous. Yeah. But yeah, I think that, I mean, and that was lesson number 500 from the movie is that, you know, you talk about a, a Good guy with a gun stops a bad guy with a gun. Well, what if the good guy is crazy? What if the good guy is crazy? <laughs> and, and, and technically, yeah. we don't have a lot of situations where that's worked. Yeah. A gang of yeah. well-trained people can come in like SWAT sure. and do it. But one dude often will shoot the wrong person. Of course. Not know what's going on. Things mm-hmm. go wrong. Yeah. You, don't, you don't want your security guard. Right. Yeah, and, <laughs> and that's the thing people don't realize about law enforcement is that they're, they're, they don't recognize. They're ma- law enforcement made up of the same people out in the streets it's not a select group They're of folks definitely <laughs> that they pull out yeah. so you can have a crazy law enforcement guy you can have a racist law enforcement sure, guy because yeah. they come from the same pool of people yeah. that, that, people you know, are fallible yeah, yeah. And, and that's the thing people think you put on that badge and that means that you were picked yeah. from some elite group of folks no, right. and, and people also when they get a little <laughs> power yeah. get, you know yeah. they like to use that that's so me that's, that's like me I get a little power I start talking a whole lot of shit that's everybody yeah. Justin that's you everybody. should see him on the set yeah. and I'm not looking Mm-hmm. Don't eat those sandwiches. No. Yeah. Right. But I want to put on the record: <laughs> yeah. uh, we finished the film. That's before Vegas. We finished this movie before, before the shooting. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's how far back we go, yeah. and we didn't. Well, know. I mean, there's one of these. There's like, Vegas, the Parkland. Yeah. I mean, there's the the largest one is Vegas. We had no idea that would happen sure. during making the movie. Probably when you wrote the script, there was probably a lot less mass shooting so well, we, we could tell a more the, appropriate time for the movie to come out yeah, really. I, yeah. absolutely and the thing is it's going to keep on happening until we do something yeah. thoughts in person and, and, and to, you know. to be clear like one thing a lot of people like in our kind of audience in middle america one thing that they hate about liberal hollywood is is this kind of message so i think i think liberals in hollywood would help get this message across better if they made it clear that we're not trying to get all the guns. We're not trying to get rid of the second Or tell Amendment. people what to think. I don't want to even tell yeah. anyone. What, all I want to say is, wake up, America. We do have something we need to work on. Yes. We want, to, we want our yeah. Second Amendment. We want yeah. to protect our kids. Both mm-hmm. those things. We're all gun owners. Or a lot of us wants are. both those things. We want both those things. If but you can't we, go to a church or a synagogue, dude, I mean, come Or on. even a Waffle House. Or, and that guy at the synagogue, the shooter, that's, had that's anti-Semitic uh, Instagram posts and in his bio on Instagram, but he got a gun. Sure. Legally. Right. Yeah. He can just say whatever you want, attack whatever group well, you want. I could want. go to a gun, you know, a gun dealer and get it off the record, you know. So Yeah. It's it's a tricky world, man. We got to figure it out. No. We can we can do better. No, it's we it's broken. Better. It's broken. And 
The movie's out on DVD today. Yes. No, no, November 6th. Sorry, November 6th. Blu-ray. Like, you found out today. And tell him, tell them about the bonus features. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, what yeah. They get, you don't just you get the them. movie. You tell them. <laughs> you don't just get the movie. You get uh, Mario's, the, uh, Va- the Van Jones, yep. the Van Jones interview with Mario, where we have Van Jones and Mario being interviewed. Mm-hmm. Um, you get the end credits video. Do you guys remember the end credits video at the end of the movie? With the montage of all the oh, Vegas all the and that, everything yeah, yeah. that's and going on. And you guys were just pulling that as it was yeah. happening, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, well, yeah. we were editing the movie and Vegas sure. happened and we, we decided to put it in there. Sure. So, yeah, we got a music video on there. There's a lot of great bonus features. So the Blu-ray and DVD is definitely worth it. But you it. can see it on iTunes. You can see Armed on iTunes. You can see it on Amazon. You can see it on Bootleg. Probably. Voodoo. Yeah, Voodoo. <laughs> Voodoo Video On Demand, Direct TV. Anywhere you go, you can and, see and it. And one of the things Prime. that I like, just so Red you Box know, now. In, in the movie, a lot of the actors, we're gun owners so we have people who were on all sides and both sides and you know and all yeah. this stuff and that was important we just all said we we, we want to just call attention to this and we can do better yeah. that was it, important and military.com has 10 million uh members they told us that's really great and that go. got him an interview with fox of all people oh, wow. to all the conservatives out there mm-hmm. we got interviewed on fox because of our endorsement of this era, film right? by military.com mm-hmm. yeah. yeah wow as well How as were that. you received on Fox? It was cool. I yeah. mean, it was, it was it was really they asked good questions. I love it. People yeah. just need to learn how to talk to each yeah. other. Like if you just chill with people yeah. over there. Yeah. But over but there. that's the dynamic. He did yeah. Reverend Al Sharpton on MSNBC and Fox yeah. and Don Lemon and like CNN. We hit them all because it's not. But you get some it's about guys a subject. Those shows and they just want to they just want to shout yeah. and it just gets everyone fired up and accomplishes nothing. If you just right. yeah. you just like what do we have in common right. now? Let's talk about that. Right. You can make some headway. Right. Well, even in the ra- I don't know if you remember the radio. We did a, like a radio interview in the beginning of the movie, and yeah. that's kind of yeah, yeah. I was yeah. playing the other guy was playing the conservative guy on that radio interview because I wanted you? to open the movie. Okay, no. Mario <laughs> wanted to open the movie with yeah. the conversations we're having every day mm-hmm. on a radio show such as this, where there's a lot of different opinions and ideas. Mm-hmm. Mario brilliantly, brilliantly opened the movie that way, so it sets the tone mm-hmm. of the country and what's going on. Yeah. No, it's like I said. You guys check it out. It's armed. It's it, it, a bunch of different people you would not expect to see. Dion Warwick walks through the movie right. at some point. <laughs> you got uh, Melvin Van, Van Peebles is in the movie. Um, Paul Rodriguez is in the movie. Um, earthquake. That earthquake is in the movie. So Did you see Bill, Young Fly. Bill, right. Bill Fickner, who I think. Oh, yes, Bill, Bill Fickner is great in everything he does. Yeah. Uh, just a ton of good people. Check it out. People. It touches everything um, that you ever want to imagine, and you can be sure to keep It'll that. Make re- you think. Yeah, Nothing keep that else. rewind Check button going because uh, you have to hit rewind. What do you guys think of the the militants, the the redneck guys? What do you guys think of them? No, th- those were well played <laughs> guys. Those were they. They made me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> in my, because, that, people, yeah. it's funny because with, when we saw it with the black audience, they loved those guys. Yeah, they were cracking up, and they had some of the best quotes. You know, I'm the decider, and all. Yeah, those. Yeah, yeah. And and even Hillary's, and I took. Quotes from both sides, like you know, there's the one with Hillary. He says, "Yeah, I'm, you a super predator," you know, <laughs> you know, which is the Hillary. So I took them from all sides. But what's dope is that it was played by the same dude. Both brothers were played by one actor. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, if you look. Oh, wow. that, no, they that. were very well done. When he yeah. says something like, "We don't recognize law enforcement, <laughs> the federal government, <laughs> federal government," and you said uh, they're gonna recognize you. <laughs> that, that was another scene. Yeah, but. <laughs> No, it uh, like I said, it touches everything. Please go out and see it. DVD is coming. 
on demand, wherever you got to go find this armed, movie. It's armed. armed. It's Redbox near you when you're Red at the box. store. It's come on, guys. It's a dollar, whatever. It's worth. Pick it up. Pick the it investment. up. Let's, uh, let's do a couple current events before they got to get out of yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. You, you got like 10 quickly. more minutes? Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. You know, again, the movie's timely. Talks about a lot of gun stuff yeah. with, about five, yeah. with our five current minutes. president and so on and so forth. We got five minutes. Okay. Yeah. Um, today, the big issue is we're hearing that Donald Trump is talking about by executive order, uh, making it so being born in this state does not, cons- or sorry, being born in this country does not guarantee you as a citizen he's trying to push that really yeah that's 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 the yeah trying to get rid of he's trying to get rid of it for for what well it's his immigration platform that he's going and you see the thing is is, to get people from trying to come across the border to have the baby exactly it's tar- you're born here you're i mean well that's the thing and and you see this is why minorities should be nervous about that because you wonder when does it stop because dude let's just back up yeah if you're not native american that's you're not Native American. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's white folks, black folks, everybody. Yeah. Right. So if you're not Native American, you're not a part of the you're original part- team anyway. Exactly. You just it's look it's look like Dick Gregory said something. He said like mm-hmm. tricky tr- history is a tricky thing. Mm-hmm. They got us believing Columbus discovered America. Mm-hmm. There were already people here. Sure. That's like me discovering your Mercedes <laughs> and put my flag on the hood of your car and, and saying if you don't get out, I'm gonna call you Evil Red Savage. Yeah. No, you're right. But. There were already people well, here. So it's just the perspective of the, the way perspective the story of the is. last yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, so it's all like you know, it's like you gangstered my car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> they're, they're, you know, or, or I tell the story from the guy. Well, I, we discovered this land. We just leave out the part that there was a mm-hmm. people was sitting people in the car. Right, right. Right. Yeah. Like, Dude. So you know, we're all we're all immigrants. No, here. that's it. That's it. And well, the, you can't you can't yeah. do that because if. If they're, they come over here and they're born here mm-hmm. and they're not citizens here, then where are they? They're not citizens anywhere. What, that's, what they, that's what I'm saying. Where, and there are already I mean, people I, who I, say. I, do you he, think it's really, do you think it's just one of them look over here things while they. Well, they, they already say go. that he can't do it. There are people that say he doesn't have the power to do I it. Think, I think I, there, someone, said something. So, someone said something. We're all golden retrievers and Donald sure. Trump has the. the, the <laughs> On the, the dog whistle. The, Donald Trump oh, has yeah. the, the ball that's right now. So we're all going. So he runs down the beach and goes, look over here. Yeah. And we all go, yeah, yeah he's got, he's got, I mean, the, me- he's got the tennis the ball right now. Well, yeah, for yeah. Sure. well, you know yeah. that in 2020, you can't get on a plane with your driver's license anymore. I don't know if you know about that. If you look we, on the D, I know. was just at the DMV. What, you have to get a special <clears throat> new ID, ID driver's oh, license Jesus. or go with your passport. So that's, I mean, that's a real thing. That's 2020. So let's make the right decisions before 2020. Yeah, but, Vote. but, he, but his, his, his wife is an immigrant. That's their family. That's the whole that's thing. Like, that's like you want to slap yourself when you read stuff like that. Okay, but, anyway, but we got yeah. a silly dude. Talking, we got a drunk Donald driver Trump. in the White House. Can, can we can we talk about something a little like, more fun? Real sure. Quick? All right, throw it out there. And I I saw heard this today. Okay. And I thought it'd be interesting to get Mario's take because your wife is Indian, right? I've never been married nor divorced. How's that? Oh wow! Uh, you're just, you're just but, baby daddy, huh? Yeah, you're but I'm a good one. <laughs> I'm a good one. Laying I got that my part. Let me tell you, my three big kids have gone through college. Nice. Paid through their college. And after they go through college, they get a year at home to find themselves. Oh, wow. That's great. Yeah. And That's a good day. after That's great. that year, they can find themselves somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Are you adopting? But I they mean, do you have a year. That year That year is so important. Awesome. That's really good Fuck to have, right? Yeah, so, so, so I'm a good... I I yeah, I'm a, I love... I, I, people that say, what's your best role? My best role has been dad. My second best role has been son. I had a great dad, and I'm sure. And I Can like we to be stay with dad. you and find ourselves for a year? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I'm real clean. But, but here, here's the thing. Okay, just the big so, dude looking at me is kind of scary. So, 
but okay. <laughs> the Simpsons announced they're getting rid of the character Hapu yes. because ha- Hapu is <laughs> yeah. Pe- there's some comedian <clears throat> made a documentary about it's <clears throat> offensive. Mm-hmm. And what where I'm coming from is now more than ever we need comedy. I feel like comedy. Mm-hmm. We need to laugh. We need to get along. And every character on The Simpsons is a character, a stereotype. They're, they're all stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Yes, Hapu is a stereotype. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if Indian people are really that upset or if this is just, uh, this is just political correctness reaching a little too far. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let me see if I can answer that. Because, yes, she is in, she's in the white movie. Chitra mm-hmm. no, no kidding. is the one in the movie that marries Bill Fickner. Okay. Yes. So when you see Armed, she's mm-hmm. in the movie. I use everybody. I get them at a discount. I just have to make sure they can act. Family plan. You, if you on a family plan, well, she, she was an actor. You come right? early, you leave late, yeah. and you work extra hard, yeah, and sure. you work, give me a family rate, an yeah. economy rate. But mm-hmm. okay, so <clears throat> that's a really good point. I'm not East Indian, but let me tell you this: I know. I went to a meeting with them because she was acting, and she had. There's a little group of East Indians. They get together, and they're all articulate and funny. And then they at at a certain point in the conversation, it turned to what kind of roles they had to play. Mm-hmm. And each one of them said, oh, I got to put on the accent and say, don't the slurpy machine and my wife is a cow, but I worship her. Right. You know, th- that, you did that, that pretty well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I've been hanging out. I, you know, you could tell I hung out. I got a little, yeah, you got a little, yeah. I got a little curry going. I got okay, you. So what I realized is that it's okay. Me, I, I'll tell you what, basketball. Mm-hmm. Why? I remember having a dinner with uh, Spike Link, uh, Singleton, the Hudlins, Rusty Cundiff, uh, all the all the all the sure. bro- all the brothers that were directing at the time, mm-hmm. and we started talking about Dennis Rodman and why we all got a kick out of Dennis Rodman. We didn't Uh-oh. care if Dennis Rodman <laughs> got his hair pinked or married Madonna or married himself, sure, because there was enough brothers playing basketball, so he didn't represent all of us mm-hmm. and make us look stupid. Yeah. So because you had Dennis Rodman, uh, you but you also had Michael Jordan. You had you know, you have all these other brothers, so we're no longer ambassadors to self. Mm-hmm. If Dennis Rodman marries himself or wants to go say hi to Kim Jong-il or, or whatever, it's just, an, it's just it's a brother who's a little bit off. Like Kanye yeah. wearing his hat. We go, oh, that's just a strange Negro. But we, he, he doesn't represent all of us, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. But in cinema, we're still like, there's not a lot of us. Now, for Indian folks, East Indian folks, it's even less. So the difference is, as a white guy watching it, and we, you're looking at The Simpsons, Yes, but you have all this other representation out there for white people. But as Indians, they don't have all that representation. Mm-hmm. True. So once you, like in the basketball situation, we, we can laugh at Dennis Rodman now. We're cool. Mm-hmm. Prince can wear high heels and, and a blouse. We don't care. Sure. Because it doesn't represent all black music. Do you know what I'm saying? So, so it, it's not, it doesn't say everything about it. There's not enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, when the, it's when it's, it's in the lack of diversity yeah. that, that, that that's, that's when fair. the problem is. That's so fair. if you say, okay, I've got an East Indian president, an East Indian this, an East Indian, and I've got it all. Now I can have Hapu because yeah. we can afford it. Mm-hmm. But when all you get or, or a lot of all you get is that, then it's damaging. And, I, and here's where I didn't know, and this is what's so cool, because you started with being a dad. I went to Disneyland with Keenan Wayans, mm-hmm. and our two daughters were about six years old. Beautiful black girls were going to Disneyland, looking around, and, and I've never seen the world through the eyes of a little black girl. And my daughter at a certain point turned to me and she said, Dad, I'd rather be white. I said, why do you say that, baby? 
And she said, because then I could be Snow White, I could be Cinderella, uh, I could be the Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. And she went down a whole litany, a whole me list. Of, uh, Tony Morrison's book, yeah, The whole Bluest Eye. A whole list of white princesses that she could be. Mm-hmm. And at the only time, the only princess of color they had, I think, was uh, Jasmine. They didn't mm-hmm. even have Mulan yet. Sure. Okay? Now they got Mulan, they got Princess they got and the Frog, they got more. So you have more diversity. So you can, you can say there's other images that look like you. Mm-hmm. My son came home one day and said, I don't want to go to school there anymore. I said, why, son? He said, because I'm brown. They keep making me play the dog in Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> but there was no other reflection. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So when, when you, I wouldn't have seen the world that way. Now, when I did my Western posse, mm-hmm. my little boys came home thinking they could be in the West because they sure. saw daddy do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So kids want to be the success they see. So if you don't see, look how powerful media is. The, the two favorite shows when apartheid fell were... Miami Vice with a white leading man and a black leading man, Mm -hmm. and The Cosby Show. Mm -hmm. 20 years after The Cosby Show, and I'm not talking about Cosby as a person, but I'm talking about the the phenomenon of the show. Mm -hmm. 20 years after The Cosby Show was America's favorite show. We have not the Huxtables, but the Obamas in the White House. Mm -hmm. Media is powerful. Now we have Modern Family, and and we're looking at the way gay folks love and treat their kids, and we're like, oh, okay, cool. So media is very powerful. So I think when you have full representation, like if you look at, you so see Bollywood movies. If there were more totally. If I'm Indian in India and I go to a Bollywood movie, you'll see a clown-ass Indian just sure, like yeah. we'll see Medea. I get you. Do you know what I mean? We Makes have sense. white folks can have their dumb and dumber because you got a dangerous yeah. mind. you got a beautiful kind mind. What, uh, You've got, who's Enziz An- Ansari? Yes. He, he had a whole show kind mm-hmm. of about making that point. That yeah, you got to have the diversity. But if all you if all you get is the Slurpee machine dude and a couple doctors, then it's a problem. Yeah. But if you but but in India it's not because every Bollywood movie shows pretty sexy, lovely, smart Indian folks, and yes, they have their clown ass Indian character. No one's mad at that because he's not representing all folks. He's not the ambassador to all Indian folks. Mm-hmm. That makes no, sense. Well said. Yep. Okay. Well said. Yeah. Well said. About mm-hmm. diversity. Uh, a legend, y'all. Man, people's twenty twenty. Uh oh. Just, Just get out there. Get out there. And that's after one beer and shoes off <laughs> and hot as hell in his little box. Remember. <laughs> right, man. That was pretty Thanks good. Thanks for coming. Thank yeah. you. It was a pl- you guys ask good questions. This is actually a conversation we would have had anyway, like if y'all had barbecue or something real. <laughs> hey, don't don't push it. I will have barbecue in this little but ass do you, box. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. We would yeah. have this and be and be like. That's why yeah, podcasting's that, fun. You can just yeah. get an open forum. You just talk about yeah, it. Yeah, chill yeah. Out. yeah. That was really cool, man. Yeah, it was really. You guys ask good questions. Well, we try. You know, we're trying to help Maddie along here. You know, he, he's getting acclimated to being in South LA. And yeah. One, one last thing I want to leave you with. <laughs> one, one last yeah. thing is that my my um, dad always said is that <laughs> if you're really lucky, mm-hmm. it's the mother that shows you the mountain gives you that sense of self and love and the father that helps you teach teaches you to how to climb that mountain mm-hmm. and i think if you realize the sooner you realize that kids come through you and not from you and you don't put too much ego on it and you try to identify and help them identify who they are and then help them be the best version of them that they can be yeah the better off you yeah. are that's hard wow. for parents to do not put too much it's ego hard, on it it's hard man you put a lot of ego on it but you know mm-hmm. no. you see yourself <laughs> man yeah. yeah and they and they challenge you because as you're trying to make them the best they are unaware because they think the best of them is watching YouTube all day. So that could, that could <laughs> so, be. That's one. So thing. you're just you say no. Times you you got to yeah. practice your. Practice. I'm gonna let them go. But, but they're he, not, they're he, in a hurry. Here was here was deep. Like my dad gave me th- this in armed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's probably going to be his last speaking role. Oh yeah, really? And I he gave me my first role, and I've given him his. Oh, last. that's awesome. that's amazing. That's, that's awesome. Is that wild? That's amazing. Yeah. 
and we didn't even Why get into. Why is it going to be his last? Because yeah. he's getting older. He doesn't want to do it anymore. He's like, I'm yeah. good. Yeah, I'm good. Done. Yeah. I mean, and we didn't get into the role your father played in, you know, black movies and getting black folks hired in movies. Yeah, just an independent it, film. Yeah, I, long, we didn't even really, touch on that. We, we so also I, didn't get into yeah. how he was on uh, People's 50 Most Beautiful and he bumped Eric out. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, 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 no one even give me the evil eye. Yeah. Nah, that. Yeah. But no, there's Next show, you should cover Melvin. I mean, there's a lot of content. Yeah, no, I'm, we're, we're claiming it right now. We're going to do yeah. a part two to this. Okay, cool. Bring back everybody. We're going to have to maybe get cool. a fan in here. Yeah. <laughs> some more air conditioning, some ice, whatever. I, I like it like this, man. It's, yeah, cool. it's, it's, it's grin, cool. a little grimy in here. Yeah, it's cool. like, yeah, it's real. Saunas are healthy. Man cave. <laughs> Life extension. Yeah. Exactly. That's what we're exactly. doing. Oh, man. Well, no, thank you guys. And I think we could, let's end it before we destroy the show, yeah, I think, okay. right? Do okay. we have anything else in the show? We're good? No, man. All right. Well, no, we're good. Thank you guys for listening once again. Um, really great guest. Uh, thank you, Mario, for coming. Uh, just Thanks a lot. added a ton to the show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Continue to send your questions, please. We're send looking, them every week. Good looking questions. For them. We hope we answer ladies, them. Ladies, send some questions. Yeah, please. We, Facebook.com slash the dad presents. Exactly. We share. Share your questions. We'll share with you. Let, let's let's make this a, a man and woman thing. Get some get some more ideas going. Uh, Maddie gave you all of our email and web address type stuff, oh, dude. If they oh. can follow me on Instagram, Mario oh, Van Peebles. And by important. the way, if they follow you, Mario Van Peebles, and they see armed, let me know what you think about it. Yeah, and I will respond. Instagram, and then we have www.armedmovie.com. Awesome. And it has everywhere you can buy it. Links. It's like if you go to that website, it'll tell you everything you need to know. All good. And then and the last folks. thing, please. Mm-hmm. Get out and vote. Oh, no please. No matter what you think or do, I'm not telling you what to think. Get out and vote. Hit the ballots, yeah. folks. Yeah. All right. We will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. We're out. All right, man. Later. Peace.
Get it. <laughs>